This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, Geekscapists. Welcome to a brand new Geekscape episode. I'm pretty excited about today's episode because we're sitting down with the creator of H+, the new uh, YouTube web series from producer Brian Singer that we've been raving about the last couple of weeks, both on the site and on the show. Um, definitely check it out if you haven't so far. I know we've been telling you to. Go to youtube.com, uh, search for, search for uh, H+. It's this awesome digital series about um, so, so kind of, I'll let I'll let the creator. He's sitting here with me. I'll let him talk to you uh, about it and tell you all about it, where it came from, where the next episodes are going, and why you should be checking it out. If this is your first Geekscape, buckle up. Go ahead and check us out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Just search for Geekscape. You can always follow us at Geekscape.net on Twitter. I'm at Jonathan London on Twitter, and this is Geekscape. Geekscapers, I'm here with John Cabrera. He's the creator of H+, which, as I said in the intro, we've been raving about it. I don't rave about a lot of web series. You guys know that. I actually get emails and, and Facebook messages about, hey, we got this, 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 this web series and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But um, most of them, let's just admit right now, most of them are really bad. Like most web series are really, <laughs> really bad. Um, so when one comes out and it's actually amazing, uh, it's worth talking about. And we, we rarely, rarely, rarely uh, ever plug web series. But this one, H+, was one that I saw the first two episodes and immediately just had to do something with the show. You guys know that I talked about it a couple episodes ago. Um, we embedded a couple episodes up on the website so you guys could check them out all in one place. And I implored you guys to subscribe to it on YouTube. Um, here's John Cabrera. He's the creator of the show. Now, John, where did this idea come from, this, this idea for H+, and tell us like, what the sh- series is about. Uh, well, the, the series is, um, it's, it takes place in, in a, a future world, hypothetical future world, in which um, 33% of the world has retired its cell phones and laptops and computers in favor of a new technology, implanted computer. Um, that allows your nervous system to be connected to the internet 24 hours a day um, and allows you to uh, watch hallucinatory movies and hear music in your head and chat with people all around the world, um, all inside of you. Uh, And we begin the story with something going wrong and that 33% suddenly dying. Um, and we follow survivors, some of which had the, the technology and survived for we, reasons that we, that we understand, uh, uh, some for reasons that we don't understand, and survivors that didn't have the technology. We, we follow a certain group of them uh, around the world, different, actually mm-hmm. different ensembles around the world, so, so characters that at, early in the series um, don't seem to be related, uh, as we and they try to understand what happened. Yeah, um, again, I can't tell you guys enough to check out the first two episodes. I think there are, as of the posting of this, there will be four episodes up. 
Uh, I've seen the first six. And Actually, the, uh, are the six up? Yeah, well, there are six out right now. Okay, then those are the ones I've seen. Uh, the yeah, first well, six. Actually, the, there are it, first six, but we're about to release another three. So there, oh, so yeah, so there good. should be because I was about to yell at you guys for, for doing like like two at a time. I mean, <laughs> I know we're get. I, I I think if there's any critique that we're getting more than uh, than anything, it's that uh, is that people want more. They want more of the ap- actual. Well, I, I see those comments that they're too short. It's like five minutes. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, here's the thing: is uh, we. We were going for something, you know, are going for something. We really believe that that this is going to that this is going to work. Um, you know, obviously, you know, you're working in this in the web space. Are you playing with the mic cable, oh. you are literally playing with the cable that carries <laughs> your voice into this computer. Probably, probably, you... <laughs> probably the worst thing to be playing with right now. <laughs> he's really twisting it, Geekscape. It's like he's sitting here with are... the mic cable, twisting it in knots, being like, ah, I wonder if my voice will just cut out from now on. Oh, how you're, you're, you're good so far. You're good so good? far. All yeah. right. Sorry but, about but, that. But the danger too. was yeah. lurking. Okay. Um, I, uh, so, I, I mean, look, we, we're, uh, we're, we're trying something here, right? right? Um, obviously, the, the web is, is still a... a, a a wild, wild west. Yeah, I mean, and, and people are, are still trying to figure out exactly how to tell stories on the web, which is exciting um, and also a little daunting. Uh, what we wanted to do was we wanted to tell a story that couldn't be told on television, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea of doing, and we certainly could have, I mean, we, we have four hours of, of uh we have four hours of, of this story we, that could have been cut into a variety of ways. Wasn't this pitched as a TV series originally? Isn't that it, how you guys no, got on the radar? Is that right? Or no, no, right? no. Um, the way that it started was we, um, I actually, uh, actually, I actually conceived of the idea um, while I was driving in a parking lot. So like the first episodes start in a parking lot. I was actually driving through the, the parking lot at the, the Kodak Theater. Now it's the Dolby Theater. Um, and uh, the, the, uh, the radio in my car started to cut out, mm-hmm. you know, and it was a really good song. So I stopped the car yeah, to, yeah. to finish listening to it. And, and, uh, of course, backup traffic and people beeping at me. So finally I drove into the lot and yeah. I lost the song. And, and, and that, that feeling like it's of, Steve Winwood, like, please just yeah. understand <laughs> it's Steve Winwood's Valerie. Yeah. Call on me. Stuff's yeah. They gone. didn't get it. The Go people, around. the people that were beeping, they didn't, they didn't understand. They didn't, they didn't seem to sympathize with me, but, yeah. um, I, uh, I, I just, I sort of had, I had this, this, really like a uh, deep sense of like being disconnected, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and there was this, uh, this sense of, of vulnerability that I had that, that, that resonate, resonated with me. And, and very soon that, that became this idea of a world implanted by computers and being disconnected and what that would mean if, a, if you were disconnected. And, and then of course it was like, well, what if you were disconnected and somehow that saved your life. Right. Um, and, uh, and I took that idea to my writing partner, Cosimo de Tommaso, and I shared it with him. And he was like, that's a really, that's a really cool idea. Why don't mm-hmm. we just start coming up with stories that live in that world? Like people who either, you know, like survive the event for mm-hmm. a variety of reasons, similar to, to the ones that, that survive in the, in the first episode. Um, and also let's explore characters who's like, let's explore characters' lives leading up to that moment as well. So we just started you know, creating stories and eventually we had this story world and we didn't really know what to do with that story world. So we started sharing it with people, um, first with friends and then with production companies. Um, we didn't know, was this a feature? Was it a TV show? Um, uh, so we shared it with people in all spaces. Uh, and, and the reception was very, very high. But the storytelling, our, the way we wanted to tell the story was very... Um, very unconventional because we wanted to tell it in these vignettes. We wanted to tell it um, in these small pieces with these characters spread out around right. the world. And, uh, and that was hard to translate into a TV show, right? Because it would, would be you jumping say around. That, like, like for those people who haven't watched the series yet, um, shame on you. Uh, would you say that like Lost would be a good comparison for how these different vignettes play out? Both flash forward, flashbacks, sort of like it allows you as the viewer to kind of piece things together and see how characters are going to eventually relate to each other. Well, I think that the, the series definitely um, lends a lot from Lost. But you have a, an ending written, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we, <laughs> we'll we, have, we have an ending for this, for this first <laughs> chapter, yes. Right. Um, but the, uh, you know, the, the, I think the thing that we, um, that we got from Lost more than anything else 
was this uh, this idea that the that the series itself could um, could foster community around the 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 mystery itself. Right. Uh, I think that if Lost, the the best thing that Lost did was everything that it did outside of the of the show, of the actual. Not that the show, show wasn't great. No, the show yeah, I mean, the like, show like, was like, great, but like, it was we were captivated. Yeah, but that's the thing is that the show was great, but it was almost what was almost greater than the show was like hanging out with people at parties and right. talking about the show, right? Yeah. Like yeah, the message theories, boards, the theories. The theories. That. that was great. And so we really were excited about that idea, the, the idea that we could actually develop a, you know, this, this community around the show. And, and, and so we came at it from, from that angle. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that if there's any show to compare story-wise, ensemble-wise, the ensemble's really big, like Lost. And yes, it's, it, it's told you know, by glimpses of these people's lives, but it's told way more, way more nonlinear than, uh, than Lost was, because Lost was sort of this format right. where we, we stay in one progression, but we jump back, whereas this is really, and, and it's from the beginning we, we want it to be so, um, told out of order, totally out of order, so that every, every episode, um, every piece, we're at a different point on this, you know, this... 15 year almost 15 year timeline and honestly is there a difference if you start watching episode 9 and then go back and catch up than there is if you start watching episode 1 and catch up or, and watch it from the beginning you know what I mean yeah we've all, well we've always said from the beginning that uh, that one of the appeals of this particular style of storytelling because it's, I mean it's not a new style of storytelling I mean we, they've been telling stories people have been telling but, stories but in the this web kind of allows vignette. you to have access to every episode that's been released and the web allows you to pick which of these episodes you want to start with exactly you know, and, yeah and so we've been talking about that and, and that's the thing when we, when we eventually sat down with Brian Singers uh, Brian Singer and, and his, his producers and they heard it they were like this is web this yeah. is for the web and, uh, and, and that was actually really exciting to hear from a big, you know, right. a company like that, big director like that. Did you that. worry that they were just like, no, you're just trying to lower the budget, buddy. We want to make no. a film. We no, no, no. No, I mean, th- there, there was a lot, like, really the, the excitement about going on the web was, uh, really came from this, like, we're, we, they really wanted to get on the web. Yeah. They really wanted to create something in that space. And they were willing to back it up because the production yeah. values in this show, guys, you guys are going to see the production values and be like, wow, there's production value like a film or like a television. But as a creator in Hollywood, sometimes when you hear the web, it's, it's somebody saying, hey, let's just spend a little bit of money on this thing. Let's spend a fraction of what you're envisioning and let's see if there's any traction on it. Right. In this one, it seems like there was faith and the, the, I mean, the entire purpose of, of backing it up with production value from the beginning. And that's why I think this is going to work. A lot of web series yeah. fail because it's like, well, let's just start small, what? and let's and if there's traction, we'll invest more. And this one is like, no, the investment's all up front. You get a big bang at the beginning, and it carries throughout, and it's going to work. Yeah, I mean, I hope that it does. It's uh, going to work. I, I, I think that you know, <laughs> I, I think that uh, that that production value. You're going to start to see production value that um, that matches what we're doing in, in H plus very soon you I think we're already sort of seeing it machinima prime mm-hmm. has a bunch of, of web series coming out and and machinima itself has been producing web series um, of really high quality for the past year and a half year year and a half um, so I think that we're gonna see a lot more of it uh, I don't I, you know I don't think that we're going to see a lot more of stories told the way that we're telling this story because I think that people really do are, are are just really eager for television on the web, right? They they're really eager for long episodes, twenty-two to forty-four right. minute episodes. And I think that if we're getting any critique right now on the show, it's that people want the episodes to be longer. They want more of them at, at one time. But do you think that they want a twenty-two minute episode, or do you think they want a ten-minute episode? You know what I mean? Because well, at the same time, these I, people aren't doing in front of the, their computers what they're doing in front of their televisions. In front of their televisions, they're locked in for a half yeah, hour. Yeah, I get, you and, know. And in their computers, they've got the IM, they've got the, the, the Facebook, the, the emails. I mean, I think that, I mean, you're right. Do people I, even know I, I what think, they want? <laughs> yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, I, they can ask for a longer episode, and all of a sudden you give them a longer episode, and they snooze through half of it because they're checking their stupid Facebook. Well, that, that, that's actually a really good point, and that's something that we Leave actually that, more, that we Johnny. actually dis- we talked a little bit that's with, the with YouTube. I'll give you the answer uh, right now. Tell, tell <laughs> them, you got YouTube on the line. Tell them right now. The answer no, I mean, is they, they, these people are going to be dicking around with their, you know after five minutes anyway. Keep it short. Keep them wanting more. They're well, going to keep coming back for the next one. Uh, uh, that, that, I mean, that's what that's that's what YouTube has told us. I, but the thing is, is that that's not why we're doing it. Um, the re- the real reason why these are short is 
quite simply because that is the format for the type of story we wanted to tell. Simple. Like, it wasn't like, oh, the web has short attention span. Give them short episodes. It wasn't... Um, you know, we don't have enough money, so we can't do long episodes. Mm-hmm. It really was, we want to tell a really big, like a big story, a, a world, a very, very large world. And we want to tell it in not episodes in the, the traditional television narrative sense of like beginning, middle, middle and end, all yeah. squeezed into episode one thing. Episode one, least episode yeah, two, we, episode we wanted we wanted to create something that was more like moments, like these just sort of moments in time and place that and, when you actually connect them together... Mm-hmm. They create these larger narratives. And the cool thing is, is, getting back to what you said earlier, is that absolutely, I do think that people can watch these out of order. In fact, we've been talking about that since the beginning of this, even before we knew that we were going to be on YouTube. We didn't know quite how we were going to do it, but um, we knew that people would, if there were tools available for them to do so, that people would experiment with watching this through the eyes of one character, watching it in chronological order, watching it from geography. And the cool thing about YouTube is that YouTube does come with these these tools. You know, the playlist tool lets you create a playlist. It lets you trim the in and out points of the episode. So you can trim the credits and the opening titles off, uh, off of every episode, string them together with the autoplay. They play one into the other, into the other, into the other. And then it's like, you want a long episode. You have the patience for a long episode. There you go. That, I mean, you have it there for you. Do you guys see this as something that could even work once you're done with the web is going on a... DVD or a Blu-ray, or does that just seem like you're taking out the whole purpose of the uh, of the series, which is the format? Well, if you're asking me as the creator, the the storyteller, yeah. I, I mean, I'd like for this to live on the internet as the way that the story is told. Like that's the way you know when storytellers tell a story that they want it to be told in that way, and and they want it to be preserved that way. And and I'm you know I'm being honest when I say this is the way we wanted to tell the story. That said. Studios always have, you know, I mean, because this is this money came from them. They have different motives. So, uh, the you know, they want to make money. If they find that there's a demand for Blu-ray after this, and they realize that like they could make money, you know, and then it'll it'll probably see itself on Blu-ray. Same thing with this. You know, everyone's asking the question of like, you know, is this an experiment to actually get the uh, the series um, on TV? Are you just you know, checking, seeing how people want to see. Is this the new form of of a pilot episode? Right. And and it's just not. It I mean, defeats the whole purpose. Well, it's just I, not the. Think, it's not I from think, my. It's not from yeah. my perspective. Right. My, from my perspective, I, I just wanted to tell a story, and I wanted to tell it in this way. Now that said, um, there is another way to tell this story. Certainly, right? It's because I see it as a story world. I see that you can tell stories in this world in a variety of mediums given the chance to tell this on television i can say one thing yeah absolutely i would love to tell a story on television in this world uh but also it would be very different from this very different because it would require a different style of storytelling in fact it may not be non-linear um it may not have the flashbacks flash forwards that you see in lost it may be approached in a completely different way. That's the way that this format asks. And so, you know, obviously, um, you know, that's the, that's the thing. But those questions really can't be answered by me. Those questions ultimately are business questions. And, you know, because I did this money, this budget didn't come out of my pocket. I'm not the one <laughs> who makes those decisions. Right. Um, how's the reaction been so far? Reaction has been very, very good. Um, we, uh, I mean... We had some of the high. I think I, I believe what I was told. One of the fastest um, growing subscriptions um, in the entire YouTube premium channel space. Um, the week that we that we uh, that we premiered the series, um, you know, people are just are are glowing about it. They love it. I mean, it's it's been it's been similar reactions to to what you said, where you know people watch the the first episode and then they have to watch the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's interesting the way the different communities react to it, right? Like, if you go to Google Plus and you see how the Google Plus community is reacting to it, it's very different from the way the Facebook community is reacting to it um, on our Facebook page, and very different from the YouTube community, which is probably the YouTube community the most vocal community. Yeah. Of, in of in the my group. conversations, with, I mean, we've done some stuff with Machinima, and with the conversations with those guys, like literally, your audience, Machinima, is um, like. Basically, like 
pubescent boys' brains in jars filled with sperm right. hooked up to an <laughs> Xbox. Like, these people are crazy. Yeah, I mean... Like, it, like the YouTube kids are crazy. Yeah, I mean... They're I, psychotic. I, I, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I don't... I, I, I do don't you know read how, that stuff? Well, but I don't know how many... I do. I mean, how the can haters. you not? How can you not read it? The haters. But I think that if you if you parse through all of the all of the hate and the anger that you get there, because and everyone there, gets it, because there's a lot. Yeah, no, I know. There's a lot of anger. There's some good. There's some some good stuff in there. There, there's definitely um, more than any other community. The YouTube community is the most uh, is the most leery of the series as it uh, as it relates to transhumanism mm-hmm. uh, i believe that the probably the, the biggest transhumanist core is on youtube cuz I, I told you they're I, attached I to these freaking computers these kids, these kids per, are weird perhaps but but the, the i think that like because of that there's a lot of there's a lot of worry from the transhumanist community that uh, that the series is um, is you know, painting transhumanism and technology in an ill light, that it's a sort of doomsday, uh, this, is, this is what is in store for your technology, which is not really what the series was trying to do, what we're trying to do. And I think that it'll become a little clearer as more episodes come out, is, is really just to explore our relationship to our tools more than anything, and, uh, and also sort of explore how much those tools now define who we are, um, you know, and, and really ask the question, what is humanity? Is humanity? Are these tools a part of humanity now? Um, are we essentially transhuman right now? Um, you know, or I mean, we're certainly post-human in the sense that we're post whatever we were a thousand years ago. Right. Um, and, That's why and, I wouldn't let them do this interview on the phone. I was like, no, I got, I got to see that this guy isn't a, a freaking is a robot. Borg or something. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like, like. Uh, there's, there's not. I mean, there's something to be said for talking to somebody face to face. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so yeah. Much, so much gets lost when we're addicted to these tools. You know what I mean? Like, and the, and I think that there's a little bit of that. We we play a little bit. Uh, you know, there there's certainly some social commentary in in the series. Um, we uh, there, there's there's a a convention that you'll see used in the series. Um, a little deeper in where character some characters are actually using mirrors in order to chat with people because your eyes in the series are essentially video cameras, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're looking at yourself in a mirror, the person on the other line is actually looking at your reflection. So it's sort of a way for people to actually be seeing a face, mm. even though they're seeing through your own eyes. Um, and uh, and we, we, we talked about these images of like, you know, uh, public spaces where um, telephones have been replaced by little eight by 10 mirrors on the wall and just seeing all these people just in a line, just looking into mirrors, silently looking into mirrors. And we thought that that was an interesting analogy to what we already see today, right? Like we've, we've seen, all seen those pictures of people sitting around a dinner table and everybody's looking in their cell phone, that's, but, that's but, they're all, right? but they're all around the table. Yeah. You know, I don't, but the, here's the thing is, I don't really think that it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a good thing. I don't it's think it's a bad thing. Driving. It's certainly a bad thing when you're driving. <laughs> yeah, and we play, a little, we play around with right. a little bit of that in the series too, but... Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a good thing or a bad thing. It just is. It's just what it is. We are we are that now. Um, you know, people who lament the the loss of of face to more face to face interaction. Hey, I just wanted to make sure you're not a robot. First <laughs> off, all right, man. Like I've been burned. How can you? Ta- I mean, how would you ever? How would you ever be able to tell? I'm going to throw you up against the wall after this. Trust me. <laughs> We're going to get like iRobot. I'm going to pull a Will Smith and uh, try and pull your arm off. Trust right. me. No, don't worry about it. All right. All right. That's why this isn't a video interview. <laughs> if it goes bad, they'll have a homicide proof. <laughs> um, so you're not you're trying not to judge, but uh, but obviously when the series starts out, everyone who is dependent on this technology hits the ground. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and, and bad things do happen. And then uh-huh. and then uh, I do like but, the but bad international. Things, but bad things have yeah. always but bad things have right. you know have right. always happened. And there seems have to they be stopped good, us? There seems to be in just from the first six episodes. There seems to be a good guy. Who knows about the bad stuff and may have at one point been a bad guy? Like this series does work kind of in these shades. But again, I don't necessarily think that the company that created this technology are bad guys. And I think I, I think that we we have we certainly the series has characters with lots of this, different views. This H, we're talking about this H plus technology that people have implanted in their body in order to constantly be connected to the web and each other. 
You know, exactly. You can, you can see through like the reticles in your eyes. You know, you have these little reticles that show you people's Facebook profile types uh, updates. You can watch sports games. You can uh, you can basically do anything you can do on your smartphone or on the internet. You're doing it right there in front of your own vision, and you're constantly connected to the web. Yeah, and we. And we see we, we see characters using that technology in ways in this series that are actually quite, quite exciting, you know, and and and, uh, and and beautiful. We have some we, we play around with how this technology actually affects uh, relationships on a on a deep on a deep uh, intimate level, mm-hmm. right? And and I and and I think that ultimately this this technology has the potential for great great good. I always use this analogy that like um, we. Progress has always come with costs, right? Uh, if you think back, like the the uh, 14th century, um, the the bubonic plague killed off half of Europe, um, and and in large part it was because we were living in dense cities and we had these new methods for trade that were bringing these diseases in, and uh, and 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 you could say that because of those things, because of those, those advances, that yeah. progress um, that happened, um, we didn't abandon it. We pushed past it. We still live in dense cities. We have new methods for trade that have built upon those old ones, and we're safer, right? Mm-hmm. Nuclear technology is the same way. Right now, a nuclear, a nuclear energy is powering the Mars rover, and will allow that Mars rover to, to, to be up there doing research for years past any of the other ones. Um, but we've also seen horrors that have happened because of it. Um, we're not going to... We're not going to get rid of nuclear technology. It's a part of us. It's right. you know, as much as we you know, some people want it to go away. It's not. It's a part of who we are now because we created it. And I, I think that there's something interesting about exploring that the idea that we as human beings always seem willing to uh, to to pay the you know pay pay the cost um, of progress. Um, and I think that it's because deep down. Somewhere inside of us, we understand that we're able to, we're, we're always able to put, push past these things. Um, this is not the story of the end of humanity. This is the story of a bump on the road of progress, a hypothetical bump on the road of progress. And, um, and, and I think that what, what is really exciting uh, about this story and, and exploring the story is seeing how we as humans, as a species, have, have been able to push past bumps like this and, and, uh, and, and get past it. And being able to tell the story on this very long timeline will actually allow us to, to see what the future holds for, for mankind years after this event takes place. I don't think that this whole technology is that far away. I mean, we, we have it, but we just have it on the outside of our bodies right now. Well, I mean, we also have, there, there are also experiments being done right now. That, yeah, that, as you're researching it, do you have, what have you discovered? Yeah. Well, tell, I mean, tell us. Tell us about your findings. We started this back in 2006, right? That was, that was when I was driving in that, in that parking lot, 2006. That was before the iPhone was out, right? Um, so for one, we didn't have the sweeping and swiping vernacular that we have now. Everything right. was like on a stylus right. or tapping on a, on a, on a, you know, a, a keypad uh, on your phone. And, uh, and, and so... F- Things have really progressed just in the years that we've been doing this. However, back in 2006, there were already experiments being done where people were being implanted, paralyzed, you know, individuals. Paralyzed. Yeah, there, there's a, an experiment back in 2004, I believe, um, that they they actually just did another uh, version of, of essentially the same experiment back in 2010, um, where a paralyzed man was implanted with this device. That was like literally like, looked like a joystick sticking, okay. sticking out of the side of his head, and he was able to to move a computer mouse cursor it, using it was, nothing than a, nothing it but his thoughts. It was just like getting his electro brain, yeah, his, his brain signals yeah, and yeah. so he was able to, to move a mouse cursor uh, with his mind. You know, so that was back in two thousand and four. We were doing this two years later. We were already reading articles about you know people who were implanting uh, microchips in their in their hands and fingers to develop the, the ability to sense the electrical currents um, mm-hmm. in, in, in the, the wires in their walls. So, so there, you know, this transhumanism you know, and this idea of merging, uh, merging technology with our body, this is actually a, 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 you know, a cultural movement, a philosophical and, and scientific movement that's been going on for, for decades, really. What, what about the flip side? What about scanning 
you into a computer. What about the stuff like Second Life that you see yeah. with these online cultural communities? Yeah, I mean, I, that's also part of that's part of the, the same the same subculture, um, the same trans, transhumanist. You know, very much, it's part of. That the same ideology is, is that something that you guys would explore at all? I mean, yeah, yeah. honestly, like absolutely, the, yeah, I mean. absolutely, we explore some of it in the series. You know, um, uh, you know, again, like you know, we're only we're only about uh, gosh, you got forty eight episodes, about an eighth, eighth yeah. you know, eighth uh, of the way through the series. So we, you know, we we touch on a lot of a lot of things. We you know, genetic engineering is a, a big part of, of uh, you know, transhumanism and. Um, by the way, H plus the, the the series title actually um, is based on the uh, sort of worldwide recognized brand or I, you know I, the 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 abbreviation for transhumanism, mm. right? H plus humanity yeah, humanity plus, plus. Right? human plus. Uh, are are you into any of that stuff? Are you? I mean, what do you do online? Like, what's your online thing? Uh, well, you play video games. What do you do? I know I recently we've been busy with the series. But. Yeah, I've been I've been pretty busy with the series, so I haven't had as much time to do a, a lot more than that. But uh, but I play I play a bit of PlayStation. You know, um, uh, I, I you know I, I wouldn't say that I wouldn't call myself a hardcore gamer. Um, but you know, I, I've played I've I've played games through to completion, several games through to completion, Fallout, Skyrim. Heavy Rain, uh, you know, just to name just to name a few. So right, I, I right. do I do love video games. I just don't have as much time to play them these days. And these are games um, that, that doesn't sound, I mean doesn't sound like these are games that, that are connected to other people as well. Yeah, I mean like Skyrim and Heavy Rain. Those yeah, like, no, I'm not really a, I'm not really a, a, a sort of a, a massive uh, a multiplayer gamer. Right. I, I, just, I think that's too time consuming. Like I, I do want to play with somebody. I, the, here's like, the thing is that game. if I did that, I would, I, I would, I would shrivel up, you know? I mean, yeah. like I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty skinny guy as it is. Like <laughs> I, I, I would be, I would, I would waste away doing that kind of stuff. I mean, it, it, I, I have a very addictive personality when it comes Absolutely. to that type of thing. Um, so luckily I, I haven't gotten sucked into it. Um, but I, you know, I'm very active online. Um, you know, I'm all over the web. I, I, I have a Twitter presence and a, and Facebook and and uh, and and I really enjoy talking to people. Really enjoy it. You know, um, I, I consider the people that I've met online, I consider them to be friends. You Absolutely. Know? Um, and, and and I guess that that's. I guess that makes me, among other things, I guess that makes me a transhumanist as well because I, I do believe that. I do believe that all of this technology is coming. This technology that's and you inside use an of iPhone? our. Uh huh. And, and would you ever have anything like implanted in you? Oh, I, I would be an. I would definitely be an early adopter on a technology like X Plus. You know what I mean? I, I mean, their designs this morning got released on like the iPhone Five, and, yeah. and it supposedly has a kind of a, a drastic change in its design. Like now, at what point on like the iPhone Ten do you get it like inserted into your retina? You know what I mean? I mean that's something that you yeah. would be into. Yeah, I would be an early adopter for sure, no question about it. Um, you know, I, I also think that there's some that there is great value in uh, in exploring the dangers of any technology for no other reason than like it's coming. This technology, like nothing's going to stop this technology right. from coming. The We're, technology not will less come. People getting on the web. There are more people. Yeah, getting on and the web. and right. also it's it's like you know if people want it. The market will give it to them. Period. Right. Like that's just the way it works. Yeah. And, um, and and so the technology is coming. Um, and I, I think that there is value in you know examining the dangers of that, so that for no other reason we we are ready for it when it does come. Mm-hmm. That it's as safe as it can be. Um, but I think that you'll, you'll willingly serve yourself up as sacrifice, is what you're saying. Well, I will. I, I, I certainly would not be a test subject for something like this. <laughs> uh, but but I uh, but I, I I would be an early. You adopter. believe in progress. You believe that it absolutely. Has, yeah, I believe in progress, and I and I believe that those those prices that we pay, those bumps along the road, are a part of the story of progress. That they're actually a necessary part of the the, the story of progress, and that we will continue to see them. Um, I, I don't know if we'll see them at the at the scale that we see it here in the series, right. but but we will we will see it. I I, I, I uh, it's just I, I just think it's the truth the way progress works. Is Brian Singer a cool guy? Oh God, yeah, he's he's amazing. Like how much did that help? Like like, like it, it, we, I mean, what was that like? Like having a series and it's it's bouncing around. You, yeah, everybody's excited about it, but you're just hope, hoping that the excitement stays long enough to get a show going, and then all of a sudden, you know, there's a lot of traction with Brian Singer's company. He's like, you know what? 
let's do this. Like, what is that like? Uh, well, I mean, it's amazing. You know, uh, <laughs> he, he's uh, he's a brilliant, brilliant creative mind, um, and uh, you know, he, he and he also surrounds himself with a with great team, an amazing yeah. team, and uh, and they were, you know, they we we've been working together as a team on this project since. Uh, late 2007, early 2008, I, I'd say, you know, we, we, we sold the project to Warner Brothers in mid-2008, um, but we've been working on this, I mean, almost since the beginning, and they have been a part of every single decision that, that is being made, including the decisions that continue to be made. I mean, this series is going to be released over five months, but we have, and, and you know, it's yeah. all been done, right? Like, right. all of the episodes are produced. We're, we're releasing them at a certain um, frequency, but we also have all this other stuff, like extras, um, videos, viral videos, images, articles, all of this stuff is being built and written and, you know, produced by the creators, and they're a part of every single one of those decisions, and it's uh, and it's as you would imagine it would be, right? Like they 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 put their creative input in. We run ideas past them. It's gotta be like, invigorating for you guys yeah. to be like, you know what? Like we can't let this. I mean, these guys we can't let them down. Not only are they, I mean, granted, there's money yeah. involved, but like that's pressure. But it's but it's pressure in a good way. It's in, yeah. it's enthusiasm. Yeah, I mean, I think that early on we had a little bit more of the pressure, right? Pressure to perform. But <laughs> Where are those scripts? But but well no I'm more just like we don't want to we don't want to let them down like their their brand is huge and they right. and they are you know they're known for great quality and we want to live it I mean I think yeah I, now I like now I series. feel like now now it's like it's not proud or 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 any it's just we're a team we just do right. it together we we create this stuff together and 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 that's the way it is tell, and, tell them to throw you an X man. An X Man. Yeah, tell them throw you like an X Man or, an, or one of them. What if for the yeah. series that maybe no, we can no, get no, like no, a no, no, we can get like no, Cyclops no, you, you, in the series. You, no, you, you want to write like a, you want to write one of them X Men. Oh, that I want to write. Yeah, an you, you tell them. You tell them. Be like, you know what, Brian? Like, it's been great. I think we've got a good trust going. I think we've got a good back and forth. Well, maybe throw, throw he, me one of those X Men. Maybe if he hears this, maybe if he hears this podcast, Brian, he'll, Brian, he'll be inspired. Uh, my buddy over here, John, he wants one of them X Mans. <laughs> you have to say it like that, though. You can't. You can't actually say an it properly. You can't. You can't. You can't say it properly. You got to be like. Well, the first. The yo, first. The throw, first throw one of them X Men. The first X Men is the X Men, right? <laughs> yeah. So maybe he'll let me do that. Yeah. Who is the first X Men? It's Cyclops. No. No. Uh, it was Apocalypse. But you know, really, it's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Was it really Apocalypse? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But wait a second. Not, this isn't a quiz show. We're not gonna but wait a second. We're not going to fuck with you, man. We're not going to do Geekscape. And then, oh, let's check, check check your geek cred. Like, I love wait. your show. I'm not going to fuck with you, man. Okay, I'm not going to fuck but with you. But supposedly, like, you know, Apocalypse is the first first mutant. Right, but I'm, ta- I'm talking about just actual comic the books that came out. The first one. The first X-Men book? Yeah, that would be that original five right there. But the first one, the, the first X-Men <laughs> comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1963, something like right. that. Right, yeah. Right, that yeah. that Cyclops. Cyclops, and then yeah, and he had the Jean and, Grey and the right. uh, Bobby Drake and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. Do you, I mean, what do you read? You sound like you're into the the comics. Um, well, again, I wish I. Was That's my segue. It starts with busting balls, and it goes right into like, hey, friends, let's right. talk about comics. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I uh, well, I mean, I wish that I could say I, I, I wish I could say I, I I'm reading more right now, but again, like, of course, I mean, I'm, all I'm doing is just like my stack has gotten stuff. stupid. Like you know, we've been shooting, we've been doing stuff, but like, my stack has gotten stupid. Well, I mean, and I, I keep used... buying them. That's the thing. I keep buying them. My wife is well, watching my, me put my, the uh, comics into into bags and boards, pull, and she's like, my Why pull are you list, this? my my pull list, like eventually, like it was getting, it was going down and down and down, and finally, I called uh, or emailed my, uh, my my comic book store. Um, I I I, uh, I go to the secret headquarters yeah, here yeah. In, in, in LA, and, and uh, I was like, "Hey, I'm coming coming down to get my my stuff. I'm sure that there's like a ton left over." And he was like, "Actually, we just put them back up on the shelf." Oh, you... <laughs> shit. They did but, you like that? Yeah. Well, it, it was it, it had just been so long I had, I, that I hadn't been there. It's but like, I was. It's like a breakup. I know. You know what I mean? It was like, I, like I, there was this moment. There was this moment. There was this moment that I was that I was like, else. I felt sh- I felt a great shame, and I was like, "Oh man, this is horrible." But um. I really want to get back into it. Uh, I would say probably my my my, fa- my favorite titles um, of the past several years um, would be actually two two Brian K. Vaughan. Of course, yeah. Right, Ex Machina and Y. And um, then he's got this new one, Saga. Really? Yeah. Have you been reading right. it? No. no so it, it, I'm you, gonna you, have. You'll be able to jump on it easily. There's just five 
Oh, okay. Out. Well, great. I mean, I'll, it's, I'll start it's writing. It's fantasy and sci-fi. I'll start reading. In a Brian K. Vaughn style, you will love it. I'll start reading. The artwork's incredible. Oh, I was reading some of the unwritten when yeah. uh, when yeah. that first came out, but again, like you know, that that sort of like that sort of started to peak around the time where I was I, we were going to Chile and like you know to, to, yeah. to shoot H plus and whatnot. Um, but uh, when I was young, I was huge X Men guy. Tell I, me the story of X Men. Uh, I've already done the research. I, I, you know, I, I, we need to somehow get Brian on Geekscape so that you can just tell him that. Brian, you're welcome. Any, <laughs> any, anytime, Brian. We'll uh, just, you know, I'll be like, Brian, listen, uh, we've started a petition to throw John an X-Man. You know, have, have him do the Jubilee solo movie. Oh, that, that's have a great do that. one. That'd be a great one. You know, something like that. Or, or what about the, the uh, just the one you're about talking, the, uh, the, uh, the Aboriginal, the Aboriginal <laughs> that like swings the... Uh, the gateway? Yeah, gateway. <laughs> that dude, what's yeah. his name? Gateway or Portal? Gateway, or Portal, yeah, something. Yeah. It'll do a long shot show. Like everybody wants a Dazzler movie, don't right. they? <laughs> uh, let's cast Christina Aguilera as Dazzler. I don't know. Um, yeah, throw, throw, throw your homeboy an X-Man. Um, no, I mean, listen, if you need help, Geekscape is, I mean, we built Geekscape. I built Geekscape because I didn't have no friends. You know, I, I didn't have any friends. I was like, I'm going to start a place. How you, do, how you doing with that? Uh, well, well, with all the ball they, busting, they, they, I'm wondering, they, they, I'm wondering they, how John, many you have with, yet. Um, so far, they hang out with each other a lot. So, so far, they play video games right. with each other a lot. We have, have they ever used the word friend around you yet? Um, so somebody called me a prick on my own website. <laughs> Literally, somebody on, like like they they didn't like the fact that I didn't completely love Batman, the new Batman. I I, I really enjoy the new Batman, but on the internet, wait, you know, okay, you know, wait. it's all let's inter- talk, it's let, all wait, inter- wait, you, do, you do you like the new Batman? I thought it was I thought it was fun, but keep in mind, you, like in relation to I the really, first two movies, it doesn't work, and then in itself, it's got some really silly moments. See, like I, like Prometheus, silly moments. But, oh, I don't even want to get into a discussion on Prometheus. I, I know, I know. But I, I, I walked out of Prometheus, and I actually enjoyed it because as a Jason X sequel, it's really pretty, pretty faithful. A lot of dumb people go to space and die. Yeah, I'll watch that movie. Now, am I going to think about that movie? Probably not. I just sat through that movie and let it happen. That's yeah. how I went. In, in Batman, well, I'm like, you know Bat- what? If I, I'm going to be the asshole who complains about a Batman movie, look, I mean, I I felt like you're complaining simpl- about Cotton I Candy. I felt like the simplicity of the new Batman movie for me was what made it so much better than the other two. Now you're saying that the third Batman is better than the other two. I I like I enjoyed the third Batman more than the other two. Here's the thing. Now, John, I, John, I, I'm not going to bust your balls because when the credits started rolling, I agree with you. Here's the thing. Look, I think that the first Batman, the the first two acts of the first Batman are phenomenal and it was like yeah what what is this like there was like a new way of telling a superhero film it was fantastic great uh wasn't crazy about the 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 third act um but uh but the second film if Heath Ledger was not in that film like giving a performance like he did what are we left with like couldn't understand a word that was coming out of Batman's mouth um the the sound design like overpowering pretty yeah. much all it's a dialogue, movie. Um, and, uh, and 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 the plot was so dense and hard to follow. It's one thing if like you're you're doing a a, a series in which people like you know like Lost or whatnot, yeah, where, they, is, where, where you have where you have time to think about it and talk yeah. to people. But like you're in a movie for for just two hours and you you can't turn to the person next to you and be like, wait, what just happened? You know, like it's it, it's really tough, and so. This third one, I felt like, first of all, I was so happy. Uh, even though it's ridiculous how Bane sounds, like That's he sounds like every silliness in it, but it, yeah, you but like it totally because I could understand everything mm-hmm. he was saying. Like, like as we were, you know, getting closer to the release of that film, um, I was hearing stories about how you know test audiences were like, I can't understand a thing he's saying, and Warner Brothers is really worried and asking him to change it and whatnot. And I was thinking, man, I really hope that he changes it because. If I cannot understand that character, I will tune out. And yeah, like the character sounded ridiculous, like totally like ADR'd. He was the loudest thing in every scene, but I understood everything he was saying, and that was good enough for me. And the story was just like simple, you know, Gotham has a nuclear bomb, that's that. You know, let's just follow Batman as he's trying to do his thing, you know, and, and his ups and his downs, and that's all. And, and that simplicity for me, just worked because I don't really expect it to be anything more than that, no. you know. Whereas the second movie was like a, a big convoluted. Don't get me, yeah. yeah, but don't get me wrong. Pete Ledger is 
but the movie has like a fourth act film, but that's not that doesn't make fourth act. It's got some weird stuff going on. Yeah, it's a little plotting. And, yeah, and, I got and you. a great performance does not make a movie. It makes a great performance. A cer- certainly a historic performance. Yeah. Um, you know, that's sort of how I felt about that. I I I really enjoyed the last movie. I super. I really enjoyed it. Do you miss your pull list? Sometimes when you when I, you talk like that with Geekscape, do you miss your pull list? Do you wish you could just go home to the warm blanket of well, comics? And, I mean, I can get yeah, my pull list back. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, that's another one that, yes. that that huge huge favorite of mine. Yes. Um, not I. You never got into The Walking Dead. It's it's better in trade. I, I'll argue. Really? You know? Yeah. Where stuff actually happens in the thing that you just purchased, rather than purchasing an issue where they cross a field. Right. Yeah. Right. Which it's is be- sort be- of better in which trade. Which sort of hap- what happens in the show yes, too, sir. right? Yeah. Yes, sir. I like Falling Skies. Falling Skies. They do some weird shit. That's <laughs> like kind of fun. I actually really like Falling Skies. It's a lot of fun. Um, so let, let's, let's wrap up. Let's talk about H+. There is a point that I don't think H+, has tackled yet, and it's about the Internet. I mean, the Internet, you know, is uh, this pretty expansive place, and you guys seem to be tackling a lot of these issues with interconnectivity and people from around the globe dealing with this thing in a, you know, a world wide web kind of uh, digital way. But um, where's the pornography? <laughs> you know, like, honestly, John, you know what? Real. We've actually got the, the episode I, three. I'd be facetious. No, I, I, episode three where they hook up in the bar. They hook up in the bar and then they yeah. go back and there's like a lot of like you know bodies and kissing. She's trying to take no, off no, his I'm pants. I'm not talking about you guys shooting pornography. I, I'm talking about you guys dealing with pornography. It's such a big presence on the web. Um, it's a whole market. You guys aren't tapping. We, you know. You know. You mean like like do, do characters watch <laughs> pornography <laughs> in this? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure, uh, sure, sure. You're, I know you're. I know you're fucking with me. But that said. I do think we actually tackle it in this series. Good. Because that's where I was like, you know what? This would be believable if there were more perverts because that's the internet. I, I think there is, a, there is a, an episode, and I guarantee it will get a lot of comments in regards to what you're talking about. I don't want to give it away. I don't want to tell I'm you when it comes. Sure, but, it, but, but yes. Like, I'm just people making sure already, if you're going to get the X-Men. You got to make what you're writing accurate. People, and so far, you need to you need to accurately tackle the fact that the internet's full of perverts. But I think that you haven't I, done it. I think that I think that we will. I think okay. I think that people will be. I think that people will be very happy to see that we that on we that, that day, we paint Brian, their their perversity um, accurately. On that day, Brian, that is the day that he's inherited to the X Men. <laughs> At least one of the X Men, like a you know Dazzler or Gateway or you know yeah. maybe one just all about like. The Morlocks living underground. <laughs> the Morlock. Sure. Nobody wants to see that movie. No. You know, by the, t- by the, by the time I, I, I get there, I'm going to walk into Marvel. I'll be 80 years old and I'll be like, we have one character left that hasn't been tackled. His name is Speedball. You can have him. <laughs> I'll be like, okay, he bounces balls everywhere. It's fun. Let's do this. I hate my life. <laughs> it, luckily, yeah. it's over in two years. Um, John, mm. what do you want to say to the audience about this series? You want them to check it out? We've been imploring them. Hopefully they've been listening to us, but we got the creator here. What do you want to say to these guys in closing? Uh, I would love for you guys to watch the series. Um, I'd love for you to watch the series. I'd love for you guys to join in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because like I said, I, I think that this, it's more than just a bunch of episodes, really. I, I think that the series is a story world, and the more, the more the audience takes that experience into their own hands, the more that they get into rearranging episodes and investigating it and going to our main channel, um, our main uh, website off of the channel, hplusdigitalseries.com. We actually just launched this really cool map application that actually lets you see where the, the, inter- episodes, where the episodes are uh, on a map cool. of the world with a time slider that lets you slide through time and ah. the episodes actually appear and disappear on the, on, on the map You know where they, they live in Because it spans like five, six years, five, ten years. No, it it'll probably span more than that it spans, all, all in, it yeah. spans a decade and a half. Okay, there we go. Um, and, uh, and also on that map, uh, every episode also has an additional piece of content, an image, an article, or a piece of extra video that supplements the episode and also helps, helps piece together the story a little bit. So there's lots of other things. We've got you know, f- fake websites uh, for sure. companies in the series sure, that live sure, offline, sure. Um, you know, lots, of, lots of little Easter eggs that are, that are planted in the series and off of the channel. Um, and uh, 
more than anything, you know, I, I really want to see people just engage the actual content, um, you know, not just treat it like a sit back experience. If you want it to just be a sit back experience, there is a version of this that exists like that, right? It exists yeah, in YouTube. These, yeah. yeah. Well, it also exists in these playlists, right? Yeah. Like, you know, we're going to be building playlists. We're going to be encouraging others to create playlists and we're going to be pointing those, those people who don't want to do any of the interactivity. They're, we're going to be pointing them to the best playlist. Right. Some of them are going to be created by us. Some of them yeah. are going to be created Based by other location, people. location, character, time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. So, like, you know, if you're somebody who loves interactivity, get into it and we'll, we'll promote, you know, or I'll, I'll certainly promote your playlists to other people who aren't interested in the interactivity, just want to watch it. And, um, and if you're interested in talking and, and deciphering and, and, and uh, dissecting this series, go to our Facebook page, um, which is uh, facebook.com forward slash H plus the digital series. Um, go to our Twitter page, which is H plus digital, um, our uh, Google plus, which is also H plus digital, and just get in the conversation. Talk about what you're seeing. You know, there was a, there, somebody just recently uh, posted on Google plus that they, uh, that they noticed um, in one of the shots in, in episode three, she, uh, she takes a, a shot of, uh, mm-hmm. of this the stuff. Yeah. yeah and, and, and it, and in one shot, there's a, there's a, a an olive, in the uh, in the glass, which actually I don't know if it's an olive. I think it may actually be a piece of fruit, but it might be an olive. I don't know. I don't think you can actually drink right. olives no. with this particular uh-huh. drink. But but that she takes the sip and then she puts it down, the olive's gone, right? Like oh, shit. yeah. So like obviously like people get continuity continuity errors. They happen. You know they exist. Like there's nothing that creators can really do right. to avoid them. They you know, they, they, they just, they love to work their way in. And what's re- fun is that like them. audiences can get into that. So there's already users that are like, you know, counting all of the, the chair, they call it the cherry mistakes, you know, that, uh, take all of them, explain every damn single one and be like, right. what mistakes? <laughs> right. I don't know what you fool. Well, the cool thing about. is that look, if you're, if you're looking for little mistakes like that, keep your eyes out because there are also Easter eggs in the series. There's cool. lots of stuff on, on walls that have been written on walls and, and things that characters say that are related to other ones. We're going to have annotated episodes up soon that are, are basically like for the same cheaters. episodes, but like, you know, for the, the cheaters, for the cheaters, <laughs> for the lazies. Um, John, where can they send you messages? What's your Twitter and all that stuff? My Twitter they, is... They can recommend comics to you and stuff like that. Well, my Twitter is John Cabrera. Okay. Uh, actually, the easiest place to find me is just go to cabrera.me, um, and there's links to every one of my social networks. I, I'm, very, I'm very open. I, I, you know, I add anybody who is interested in... Uh, in talking to me sure. on, on Facebook. If you engage with me on Twitter, I follow you back. I really do believe in like, you know, you want to get to know me, I want to get to know you. It's really that simple. Maybe not in real life. You might have a sword. But I, but I think that this is yeah, real life. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. If you have a sword, I don't want to meet you online yeah. either. But, it's a cool uh, sword. Well, unless it's a cool, yeah, sword, a cool sword and you don't want to chop my head off. Cool um, but, uh, but no, I mean, look, if, if you're interested in getting to know me, I'm interested in getting to know you. And so... Um, I, I encourage uh, anybody, and, and, and if you have questions about the series, I'll, 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 I'll uh, answer them for you, you know, without, without spoiling. spoiling it. Yeah. Well, guys, Cabrera.me, that's where you can find more about John. Of course, the uh, series is H+. You want to be subscribing to it on YouTube. You're looking for those playlists, too, if you want to get into it that way. Um, the website is hplustheseries.com. Uh, is the website right? is hplusdigitalseries.com. Yeah, H P L U S. Digital series, series all one word. Um, the YouTube channel is youtube.com forward slash H plus digital series. Uh, the only, I think that the only, the, the only differences are, is that our, uh, our Twitter page and G plus are, uh, H plus series are, or no, our H plus digital. Oh, got it. H+ and our, and it? our Facebook is H plus the digital series. I mean, we, we, sure. Yeah. We sure. were figuring out what, you know, sure. We were trying to do, I don't know, nobody, <laughs> I don't think anybody's happy the with The point what is, happened. watch the episodes. Yes. We're going to keep plugging them for you guys. Uh, John, thanks for coming on Geekscape. It's been awesome. Oh, it's been a pleasure. And um, you can always follow Geekscape. Just search for Geekscape on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. You can follow me at Jonathan Lennon on Twitter. Of course, send me an email, jonathan at geekscape.net. I'll take your comic book recommendations as well. We'll uh, be back on a future episode of Geekscape in a couple days. And thank you guys so much for listening. Check out H+, the series. Just go search for it. You guys are going to love it. Thank you. Peace. <laughs>